The history of the royal family of Hyrule is also the history of Calamity Ganon, a primal evil that has endured over the ages. I think you are now ready. Ready to hear what happened 100 years ago. Hello everyone and welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Allison Aletha. Al, how are you on this special Friday recording of the Champions Cast? I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm really excited about the about what we're gonna talk about. Yeah, no kidding. We actually don't have even like a second to waste here, so we're just gonna get right into it. We have so much to talk about about the newly announced Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Leave it to Nintendo to, A, release this trailer at, like, 7 in the morning, or whenever it came out, mm -hmm. and then, B, release the trailer on a Tuesday, literally the day after we had just finished putting out our last uh, Champions Cast episode. Oh, well, not only that, like, okay, so, first of all, it was a long weekend for us. I don't I don't know if Canada uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Labor we, Day. Yeah, we got, we got Labor Day. We but, got Labor Day. But it was like, it was basically a Monday, right? So I'm back at work on a Monday, and then I'm like, what is happening to my Discord right now? Because everybody's flipping out. And I was right. like, oh, of course Nintendo dropped something Tuesday morning while I'm at work. And I literally did not get anything done the entire day at work. I felt so bad, oh. but I was just so invested in all of this, and it was it was great. But at the same time, I felt kind of guilty. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really do a whole lot. Actually, so I was kind of telling a funny story how, like, usually on Tuesdays, I front load my work in the morning so that in the afternoons I can record the Omega Metroid podcast, and that sure backfired on this Tuesday. <laughs> but nevertheless, we got the trailer for the newest Hyrule Warriors, and it is a prequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It takes place 100 years before the events of the game developed by Koi Temko, um, we got actually a little a little lead-in to the trailer for this. Series producer E.G. Anuma said that basically he thought that the Hyrule Warrior style of play would complement the events happening before the events of, uh, of Breath of the Wild, which is hard to disagree with. Um, and we're gonna get to we're gonna get to all this today. We've got a lot in our a lot in our docket here, and we're just gonna kind of go down uh, by pressing point by pressing point. Um, you know, there's no way that we're going to get to everything today, so I do want to give you guys a chance to go over to Facebook, Champions Cast over on Facebook, ask a Age of Calamity question, and we will get to it next week. We're going to have some follow-up uh, Age of Calamity question and answers next week, so you can do that. But um, I guess, first of all, Al, let's just start off with the trailer itself, just in kind of general terms. What was your reaction to the reveal, the trailer, and the premise? Um, okay, so the reveal, I, well, first of all, Ajayanuma, he, like, opened it within the first, like, 30 seconds and said, this is not Breath of the Wild 2, which I really appreciate that. <laughs> Thank God. Because <laughs> he was, like, I could, you know, he was obviously uh, anticipating a reaction to that, but, so I appreciated that much, and then he kind of was, like, but here's what we are working on in the meantime, and I was just, like, I didn't even know they were working on anything else, so, let alone something that was Hyrule Warriors or a prequel at all for Breath of the Wild. I didn't know they were thinking that, which, you know, says a lot about how Nintendo keeps stuff really close to the belt because we've been getting, like, a lot of 
you know, um, spoilers like leaks and stuff lately that most have been fake and false and all that kind of stuff. So you really just don't know what's going on at all. I don't I don't think anybody knows what's going on at all. So that's it was just such a surprise. And I'm glad it was a surprise. I really like appreciated being surprised like that. I loved it. I loved it. Man, uh, the surprise was awesome. Waking up to like people just buzzing was incredible. You know, this is one of those things that I would have never thought about. But now that I see it, like it just makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, uh, of course, it makes sense to have this kind of a game take place in like the, the war that, that preceded the events of Breath of the Wild. Um, when Hyrule Warriors came out, I was just like, I feel like this is a one-off. Because like, like, what else can they do? Like, they have, like, literally every character from Zelda ever in Hyrule Warriors, except for maybe the champions, was my thought. And I was like, well, I don't know if we'll ever see this again, and, and if we do, it'll probably be in another, like, ten years once there's another... Once there's a bulk of, of Zelda characters to put in. But seeing this trailer, it's it was just like, man, this is so obvious. Like, this is such a perfect fit. And, um, you know, I, I want to get into my thoughts on Hyrule Warriors being the like the the style of gameplay that they decided to go with here in a little bit mm -hmm. but um one thing that really held my enjoyment of Hyrule Warriors back was to me it lacked purpose um and so by that I mean like you it was obviously this non-canon story kind of like a greatest hits version of like Zelda and you were just in a field and you were bashing like a million enemies. It didn't have the, like the same kind of crossover charm as Smash Bros to me. So when I, and admittedly, I didn't give Hyrule Warriors that much of a shot. I, I probably should have. But when I was playing it, I was like, I feel like there's no purpose to what I'm doing. Whereas Age of Calamity immediately rectifies, I think, the biggest problem from Hyrule Warriors. Where it's like, not only do you have purpose, but now you are literally playing out the events of a story that is so beloved to fans of Zelda and a story that people have been dying to see and you're bringing back all of these characters that really you know i would argue got shortchanged in yeah. breath of the wild so and you know i guess allison we should also say too we were going to do the champions ballad <laughs> retrospective this week yeah. we're pushing it back a couple weeks yeah but that's okay because i feel like this is going to really kind of augment that discussion but it will happen yes it will um, happen. but anyways so yeah i, I feel like I feel like just on the premise and the trailer alone, I was instantly sold. Whereas when I saw Hyrule Warriors, I was just like, this is kind of weird. This is like, what is this? Uh, whereas this, I, I was immediately ready to just like, I, I was immediately ready to love it. And I was immediately ready to just dive into this world. I will admit like for like a hot second there, I was like, oh my gosh, is this a DLC for Hyrule Warriors definitive edition? Are they just adding another chunk to it? And while I would still appreciate it and love it that way, I just thought this is not going to fly as as much. And then when I was like, no, this is its own game. It's its own story. It has to have enough. Um, it has to have enough like meat and potatoes in it to make it its own game and cost, you know, right. a game's worth. So I'm that just made me all the more excited for it because you're like. Well, this is, you know, everybody's like, Breath of the Wild doesn't have any story. And Nintendo's like, okay, well, we got you. And then they gave us this. And so that just makes me feel like there's going to be so many unanswered questions answered. There's going to be so much footage that we've all wanted to see, all wanted to know. Yes. That we just, now we can actually know. 
and I, I'm so like, I'm so hopeful. I'm hopeful to get to know the champions better. I'm hopeful to actually like Mifa and Zelda in Rivali. Because, you know... Oh, you know what? I, I forgot about that, actually. I forgot that you didn't like Mifa in the excitement You of know what? I was week. thinking about it after last after our episode last week. And I think the only reason is because I, I just didn't get anything from her. And now that we might actually get something from these characters, besides what little that we have, I might actually really appreciate them. You know? Right. So... Yep, that's, that's totally fair. Um, and I feel... This is a little spoiler for our Champions Ballad episode, but like, I feel like we were, like we were just giving bite-sized portions of insight into who the champions are. But like, there's so much stuff that just they didn't really delve into where where they could have, like, you know, the the psychology of being a champion. Like this this was a job that I think all of them knew was kind of a, a one-way ticket to the grave, and they all did it, and they all did it with with bravery and courage and stuff like that, and like. I feel like the game doesn't really sell you on the tragedy of that. Right. And, you know, I, I'm I'm hopeful, too, that this can write a lot of the issues story-wise that I had with Breath of the Wild. But, you know, Allison, let's get to the first thing. You know, we like I said, we have a Facebook Q&A going on over on the Champions Cast Facebook page. I would say that, like, 50% of the questions so far are, should this game be canon? Yes. And, uh, you know, like I said, that was my that was my issue with Hyrule Warriors, where like, it wasn't canon, it was just kind of its own little island, it existed as a fun way to, to beat up a bunch of enemies with different Zelda characters. I feel like this one, I, it, it's, it's obviously canon in my eyes, right? Like, you have the events directly preceding Breath of the Wild, you have characters that were in Breath of the Wild, the one game... Um, you don't have all these different game characters, you know, converging onto a battlefield. This, I, I feel like this is, is definitely canon and is going to, like, be a significant piece of the Breath of the Wild story. Um, so, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people that are kind of debating this. And to me, just from the trailer, it, it this looked like a certainty that this was going to be a canon Zelda game. I, um... I agree, and I think that there actually is no question in my mind that this is canon because of what... I'm sorry, I forget his whole name, but Hayashi, the producer of the game, he said that unlike with pre the previous Hyrule Warriors game, um, Age of Calamity was developed by working very closely with the Zelda team in every step of the process, right. including gameplay, direction, graphics, world, and all dialogue. So that means that the Zelda team had a direct hand... The same team that made Breath of the Wild had a direct hand in what these characters are going to say, how they fight, what the world looks like. So therefore, in my mind, this is absolutely canon. Like, there's no question in my mind. I agree. I think that it, it, it was basically stated definitively, this is a canon game. Now, I will say that I think that they could maybe play a little bit looser with some of the established Breath of the Wild canon in that, like, you know, do... The map doesn't have to be exactly the same way that it is in Breath of the Wild, yeah. I think, to serve the purpose or the style of game here. Um, but those are, like, such minor little things that I don't think anyone would care about that. I think that this is unquestionably, like, a, a entry into the Legend of Zelda series. And, you know, I, I mean, I guess... I get why people are saying 
like this isn't a canon game because the first Hyrule Warriors wasn't canon. Um, basically, every spinoff we've ever had in the Zelda series hasn't really been, you know, a canon entry into the timeline. But, you know, I, I think that that changes with this. I think it's obvious that this is a, uh, a canon entry. So that's really exciting because I think that we can, you know, like we were talking about, finally check off a lot of the boxes that uh, that we didn't with the champions in particular. I th- we know that all four of them are going to be playable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a lot that I'm really looking forward to to diving into with these characters. I, I, I just appreciate that they work so closely with the team because with Hyrule Warriors, it was like, it was all, you know, the it was all at their own discretion. They were just like, this is how we understand the Zelda universe. This is how we're going to play it out. But with this, this game coming out, it just feels more like it's just an addition to, it's like we're getting an extra chapter or we're getting an extra book to something that we already know. And it's not like a loose interpretation of it. It's like actual coming from Nintendo's mouth, which I just think is super exciting, especially because so many people are like, there's no story in Breath of the Wild, but now there is. Wow. Kind of there is. Yeah. There's if we're talking about Breath of the Wild, like the the setting, then yeah. Yeah. I still stand by that maybe hopefully what we're gonna see from Age of Calamity should have been in Breath of the Wild, but you know, I guess we're kinda jumping ahead here. Yeah. Um, Al, what do you wanna see from the champions in particular in this game, story wise? Like I'm I'm kinda hoping for maybe some specific missions that, that flesh out the you know, the personalities a little bit. I think that just by virtue of playing as the champions, you're going to get a little bit of a closer bond with them just because you, like, you control that character and then you, you know when you're playing, like, an RPG and, like, you're in you're in big trouble but you have that really one powerful character who kind of saves your bacon? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like there is this weird kind of connection that you can get with characters the, that way that you can't get with non-playable characters. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um but I, I feel like you probably know the thing that I want the most out of the champions in this game, Al. What do you what do you want to see out of them? I well, first of all, I would really like more backstory into them because, uh, for example, Rivali. Everybody hates on Rivali because he's such a jerk, but I think he's got basic psychology going on. Something in his past made him feel like he wasn't good enough, and now he's got this false sense of heightened ego that he has to put up this front and that he's so powerful and awesome and. Uh, a great warrior and he's he strives to be that great warrior it's not like he's just bragging he actually is but i want to know what that is that makes him such a jerk <laughs> you know what i mean i and i want to yeah. i want to know more about mifa so that i could like her better i want to know more about zelda so that i understand why she like why she didn't want this destiny that's been thrust upon her and so i'm more invested in getting their backstories so that i could feel more of a connection with them um, but I see what you're saying, like some missions where you have to fight off a bunch of en- enemies, like maybe you see your boss fighting the Yiga in Gerudo Town. Maybe the Yiga like invade and she has to save her people. That would be really cool. Um, yeah. Stuff like that, just like you said, stuff that will help me connect to them better because I feel connected to them, but it's just so surface level because there's not a lot to them right now. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it with Rivali, actually. I would really love to see kind of why... Like, they don't really tell you why he's such a, a prick in the game. They just kind of... They slyly hint that maybe he's not as confident as he thinks he is mm-hmm. in the Champions Ballad. Yeah. But then they kind of leave it at that. Um, so I would really love to kind of explore into the into the psyche of Rivali. I actually think that one of the most interesting things for me 
is to kind of see the relationship between Mifa and Zelda. Um, because the, you get that little hint of friction in the memories in the Champions Ballad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously they both have Link in common. And, you know, it, it sounds cheesy when you say it like a love triangle. But, like, I, I think that that's a really great story that could be explored. And I, I'm hoping that maybe there's some there's some story missions that kind of, you know, force Mifa and Zelda to work together. And maybe they don't necessarily want to. Or, or I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into it. Um, I would love to see... You know, a little bit. I mean, I think Urbosa is pretty awesome as is. Um, we could maybe see a little bit more into her past and like her history with Zelda's mother. I think that the one that needs the most work is Daruk, uh, because there is not much to Daruk at all compared to everyone else. He is he's basically like the funny haha champion, yeah. And he doesn't really have much to him other than I'm hungry and I'm afraid of dogs. Um, so you know, I think that if they explored the fact that like. Hey, Daruk, like, Daruk believes in Link, and he was the first one to say, like, yeah, this kid is the hero, and he can do it, and really put himself on the line. I I think that that's a good way to kind of finally get Daruk, you know, to move on from being a caricature to a character, because he, he really sticks out to me in the Champions Ballad as someone that is, like, particularly woefully underdeveloped. Yeah, yeah. In in that cluster of of underdeveloped characters. You're right. (laughs) I can see that. I, I would like to see some more of him. And, like, also just more of their interactions with Link. It looks like there's a couple moments. Like, there's that slow-mo shot of Link swiping at something and then Rivali like, flips over him. That looks pretty cool. I want to know what's going on there. But I hope to see more interactions like that with... Because you see the interactions with Zelda and the champions in the Champions Ballad. But you, and you read about the interactions with Link in all their diaries. But... You don't really see a lot with them, and I kind of would like to see more with them one-on-one. Oh, totally. Um, you know, I really hope that we do away with memories also. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I just want cutscenes, you yeah. know? Like, I don't want to have to... And, and I'm sure that we will, because by the nature of the games, you know, you're not going to be finding a memory somewhere on the battlefield. But, man, just give me that cutscene, like, nice and clean, you know? Yeah, and with Hyrule Warriors, um, the original one... With how cinematic their cutscenes are, I have no doubt that we'll get those and that they'll be awesome and fantastic. All right. Well, you, Allison, you know the thing that I want the most for the champions in this game. I've been complaining about it for three years. <laughs> uh, I, I want a proper send-off, like a death scene for the champions. And I know that that sounds gruesome and morbid, but, like, man, they just... It just really bothers me that these guys just died off screen anticlimactically. Like, yeah. they, they're just like, oh yeah, this this blight killed me. And we see memories of them as like these fantastic warriors. And then we play Breath of the Wild and we cream the blights. And it's like, okay, well like maybe, I don't know, maybe these guys weren't as good as, as we thought they were. Or like, I, I don't know. I just feel like it would be akin to like Boromir dying off screen in Lord of the Rings. Right. Like a death scene, particularly the champion's death scene, when like we know that these guys took on the job of champion and were placed in impossible positions to do an impossible job, but they still did it and knowing what the end result was gonna be, uh, I, I feel I feel like, you know, they deserve to have their final moments shown, like kind of their their bravery in the face of these overwhelming odds. Right. And like Every one of them was robbed of that in Breath of the Wild and the Champion's Ballad, and that really bugs me. 
So I, I'm, I'm, I'm begging you, Nintendo, please. I 100% agree. Like, yeah, it's sad, but I, I also would want to see that because, again, it'll give us that connection. Um, you know that theory about the Morse code in the music of the Divine Beasts when you're in there and you hear the Morse code? Yeah. I kind of want to see if that's real. I kind of want to see if they send out those SOS signals in, in, that, in those scenes if we get them. I think that would be devastating, but also really cool. Yeah, you know, I think that I never really bought that theory. I mean, strictly because like they're talking to you using English after they've died. But uh, you know, that is that is a cool little theory, nonetheless. Um, but yeah, I just I want to see some more character building between the champions and Zelda, between the champions and Link, between the champions themselves. Like, what's Rivali's relationship like with Urbosa? What's Urbosa think of Daruk? What you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Did how do these guys work together as a team? Because they're a collection of individuals right now. So, yeah, I would I would love to, you know, get to know these guys a little bit more and finally give them the send-off that they deserve. Um, you know, the ending of the Champions Ballad is sad. Uh, but, man, this this just has the potential to be so much, so much more, I think. I agree. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what they give us. Uh, you know, let's talk about the ending actually really quick, Al. Okay. Um, so this can only go one way, right? Right. Uh, and I mean, I kind of like I've seen some people say like, oh, maybe they'll present you with some alternate scenarios where like in a different dimension, you know, the champions live and stuff like that. And that seems a little bit to me like what we got in the first Hyrule Warriors where you had Lana and her time travel business and that the, all all the stuff that I don't want from Age of Calamity. Right. Um, I, I don't think that that's very likely. And I think that we are on a collision course to this destination at the end but it's more about the journey but i don't know do you, do, you, do you think that there's any chance that there's some tomfoolery here and like we get this branch timeline where mifa and daruk and company are still kicking mm, no i don't there's um uh, for people who played hyrule warriors they know that there are missions that you play where you lose or you play as ganondorf and you win so like obviously they can just do that in in that capacity do that again with these characters so that you get an impossible mission with one of the, or all of the champions really, um, one on one and, um, one at a time. And obviously it's not going to end well. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that if, if we got any other result, it would just be popcorn. Yeah. Like th this would be, this is such an opportunity to give these characters some closure and some purpose and, uh, yeah, I don't want to see that cheapened out. You know, I think of, like, everybody kind of uh, used Star Wars Rogue One as an analogy about how how the story might play out. Where, like, you know, these, these characters are doomed, but they they still proceed, even though, you know, even though their mission is, is not going to be a victory mission. Mm -hmm. So I, I think there's a lot of power in that story. So, you know, it, this, is, this is, like, the epitome of it's the journey, not the destination. Right. Which is one of my favorite quotes, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, let's. Speaking of the destination here, Al. So I noticed in the trailer at the very end. I shouldn't say I noticed; it's pretty obvious. Uh, Zelda is using her divine powers right at the end. She's in her white dress that we see her in in the last memory in Breath of the Wild. Now, she she only activates this after basically everyone is dead. Right. In Hyrule Warriors, like or in Breath of the Wild, excuse me, Link included. So I'm wondering if like 
is perhaps maybe the final mission is Zelda in like divine god mode going up against whatever Calamity Ganon is. I think that would be like so cool. Kind of subvert the the usual like we're playing as Link, but like now we're we're playing a canon Zelda game and like Zelda is the lead. I think that would be really wicked. I think so too. I didn't I didn't think about that um before, but now I kind of see it. I thought it was interesting the the choice of words that she had, but I remember that Nintendo's pretty good at like throwing us off, making us think something's going to happen because she says I must protect everyone while she's using this power, but I think that that voice is from a different point in the game, not in that point exactly. But um right. I yeah, I I would like to do a mission like that would be the final one, the one that kind of branches everything together and you see her heading off to Hyrule Castle after she's dropped off the sword and she's using this new power and obviously she's sad because everyone she cared about is gone and Link is possibly gone if he doesn't make it all you know if he doesn't make it on the way to the shrine and yeah that that's like that's also very devastating yeah and and it just it makes me wonder if like maybe you know maybe the emphasis is going to be on zelda as like the main character in this game versus link like i know in hyrule warriors you 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 know obviously pick your own character Mm -hmm. but i I think that you can put an emphasis on one character over the others as like your kind of starting character you know what i mean right yeah i get what you're saying yeah um, okay, so one thing I wanted to talk about here is the timeline of when these events take place. And you had kind of pointed out something about the Master Sword and Link. So I have some observations from this trailer. Now, we see we see Link at the very beginning, and he's dressed as a knight. He's got the, the knight armor, he's got the knight's broadsword. And then later in the trailer, we see him holding the Master Sword. So it seems pretty obvious to me that at some point in this game he is going to take the master or like claim the master sword as his own. So I'm wondering if like the timeline of this game starts with maybe like Calamity Ganon's minions kind of gaining power and, and strengthening in numbers and stuff like that. And then we see a battle where maybe they're just like, this Link guy is the real deal. And then, um, you know, he, he goes and claims the master sword. And then later in the game, Calamity Ganon, boom, is returned at that point. Because like, he should, you know, this this takes place 100 years beforehand, and if it takes place just, like, strictly 100 years before, um, but, like, after Calamity Ganon came back in that one memory, he should already have his Master Sword. Right. Does, that, does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it almost plays out exactly how Hyrule Warrior starts, which is basically the same Link as a knight. He, uh, he kind of steps up when the when monsters show up and he starts fighting and everybody's like, oh, maybe he's the hero and he winds up being the hero and getting the Master Sword. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was similar to that. Um, but I'm excited for that. Like, that's something that I want to see how Link is chosen to be um, the appointed knight. I want to see how they decide. They kind of show in the Champions Ballad when they're asking the champions to be the champions, but I want to kind of see what's how they decide for them to be the champions do we get to see them go through the trials like link does in the champions ballad for his own divine beast um like i i don't want the story to just start with oh calamity ganon has risen and now we gotta fight hordes of enemies i think there's definitely a build-up with the enemies and the story that that we'll see before that point 
yeah, I, I think that link with the the knight garb and the broadsword kind of confirms that. Like, like I I don't think Calamity Ganon is rising up until like the one of the last parts of this game. Yeah. Like, and that's and that's one of the final memories in Breath of the Wild. Like, by the time that Calamity Ganon himself returns, we we've established the champions. We've established Link as the hero. We've established that Zelda has turned seventeen and can go to Mount Lanayru. We we've kind of set the table with everything that you know we need to do at that point. Um, so yeah, it it seems to me that this is going to take place obviously a hundred years beforehand, but it's not going to take place within the span of like a day or two. The story could be stretched out maybe months. You know, maybe for a while to yeah. see you know kind of watch Link rise from the ranks, and that's a very exciting like thought to see you know, what's going to happen that that makes Link, like, the chosen one? Um, I don't know. It, it, it's it's tantalizing to think about. I mean, there's there's so many different ways that they could take it. And also, like, it kind of gives you into the, or leads you into the question of, like, do, do Ganon's armies look different before, like, he actually comes back? Is it, like, is it just some other kind of trial? Like, I'm assuming it's still going to be a large-scale battle, but maybe against what? Like, the Yiga clan? I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, could could be anything, I guess. I mean, there is a there is one of the memories where you see um, Link and Zelda near Death Mountain, and he just fought off like a ton of Lynels and Bogoblins. So I, I imagine it'll look like that. And Zelda says like they're getting more bold; they're coming out more and more. So it's getting closer right. to him rising. So I feel like it'll kind of be like that. Well, we will we will see, I guess. Um, champions aside. Is there like is there anything else that you want from the story of this game set in a hundred years uh, in the past? Um, I guess I would like to see um, hear more about. We were talking about this in the Discord, but hear more about the Demon King that they had before, because they talk about yes. him, and then they're like they they know they realize he's gonna rise again. Or something of that. We were talking about this and it got really confusing. So, <laughs> um, but I would like to hear more about him and his connection with Calamity Ganon. Um, I'm hoping that they do that because if they do, then it would set up for Breath of the Wild too. I'm I'm glad that you brought that up because you're you're segueing me into everything that we got to talk about next. <laughs> Calamity. Let's start with Calamity Ganon. So speaking of Discord, a couple of weeks ago, well, yeah. You and I were, were battling in Discord, <laughs> and I was saying that Calamity Ganon sucks because he is undefined. Nobody really knows what he is. You offered an explanation that makes sense enough, but it actually prompted me to go and replay Breath of the Wild so that I could basically record every single text where they say Calamity Ganon. Right. And I actually still came away pretty uninspired with him. I I feel like you have like a very vague idea of what he actually is, and I'm sticking to that. We can fight about it in long form at some point. But, you know, maybe there won't be anything to fight about because I think that this game could potentially tell us, like, okay, what is Calamity Ganon? How did he how did he take over the Guardians? Like, to me, that's the single biggest plot hole of Breath of the Wild, is like, how did he take over the Guardians? And I, I feel like this game could explain finally how he's able to do that. Is it, you know, just answer the question, like, what, what is Calamity Ganon? Are we going to get a more firm answer? Um, or, you know, in the, in the trailer, there's a lot of blood moons around. I don't know if that's just, you know, to make it look cool, but, like, could there be a deeper meaning behind those as well? 
Um, I, I don't know. Do, what do you – do you have any thoughts about this, Al? I also think that we'll get more answers. And one of our – from that debate that we had in the Discord a couple weeks ago, one of my biggest takeaways was that because it's such a long period of time, 10,000 years between the last legend and what's happening in Age of Calamity and then 100 years later with Breath of the Wild – that's why it's so confusing because nobody in in breath of the wild world has the story right because it's 10,000 years old it's a 10,000 year old story so that's why it's so confusing to everybody which makes sense you know, really sorry really quick to, to interject too one of the things that's also super confusing is that they use the terms demon king calamity ganon and ganon right. interchangeably right when they are not interchangeable I, yeah i don't think so either so everybody's confused I'm hoping that we'll get a little bit more. I think it'll still be a mystery, but not as much as it is now. I'm hoping we'll get a little bit more of an explanation. Like I said, I hope we hear about the stealing of the Demon King, how he's morphed into this Calamity Ganon, what exactly Calamity Ganon is, how he takes over the Guardians, like you want to know. Did you know, by the way, I was watching the trailer again, and those spires that come up by the castle, the yeah. big pink dots, like they they're like... Leaking guardians out the guardians. popping out. How, I didn't know that yeah. ever. That that's you know, cool. It's funny. It's funny you said that. I I was actually rewatching the trailer right before we started recording too, and I and I noticed that, and I missed it the first time Same. around, and I was like, oh my god, like this has like a whole other because like when you're playing Breath of the Wild and you're by Hyrule Castle, you're just like, what are these giant mofo's? Right. Like they look guardian-ish, but like what are they? Like how did they get here? Very very cool, and, and it makes you wonder like. Has he been so in Breath of the Wild them? too, like weird. Yeah, so it makes you wonder. Like perhaps there's like this giant, giant machine guardian or something under the castle. I mean, like we know that there's the final divine beast under that castle, right? And but like we don't know exactly what it is. It's just it's just there. Um, so I wonder, you know, I wonder if we haven't seen the last of that. Like perhaps perhaps the inner workings of that mechanism could explain how Calamity Ganon was able to take control of the Guardians. Oh, that like, that really excited me when I saw that, actually. Yeah, because I, I was just like, that's so... I never. I knew that he shot, like, the flames, the purple flames, and took over them, but I didn't realize that he was, like, spitting them out of these spires, which is so... It's, like, so strange, and it makes me, it makes me feel kind of a little annoyed with Nintendo because they obviously had that in mind when they had those originally, but we just never saw it <laughs> until now. So I'm excited to hear more about that, see what's going on with that. You, the funny thing you bring up with that final Divine Beast maybe being under the castle, you know, the castle is rising in that Breath of the Wild 2 teaser at the end. Maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. it's, like, rising from the ground, and maybe it's Ganondorf's and, and like, his own Divine Beast. We don't know. Yeah, and, and, like, I get it. Like, the Shrine of Resurrection is nowhere near Hyrule Castle. Right. But, I mean, let's just, let's just, you know, let's just pretend that maybe the divine beast connects to another like divine guardian or, or like something like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was very cool. It actually, like when I saw it, I was like, damn, this is like the matrix kind of stuff. Like they're popping out little, little guardians here on the sides. It's very, very sci-fi and I loved it. Yeah. So yeah. You know, if there was a, if there was like, let's just, let's just hype, you know, let's just play pretend here. Um, hypothetically, if there is a giant dungeon, a, a Hyrule Castle-esque dungeon underneath Hyrule Castle, but it's like 
a giant guardian control mechanism or something like that, and that's where Calamity Ganon strikes because he knows that he has to take that over, that could be very interesting. But also, I mean, I guess that goes back to the point of, like, okay, like, what is Calamity Ganon? Like, does he have the ability to plan to plot to mobilize, or is he just, like, pure hatred, you know, floating around in a in a boar form? Um, so I'm very, very excited and very hopeful that my questions finally get answered so I can finally stop complaining about this three years later. Right. I, God, I'm so excited. <laughs> I know that you're tired of listening to me complain about Ganon and how he took over the Guardians. I just want so. Nintendo to answer your questions so I can stop trying to explain <laughs> it in different ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so you mentioned something else that uh, actually you know actually let's not let's not get there yet uh let's really quickly just talk about um hyrule before the calamity um i'm really looking forward to seeing like castle town and uh day of village and like kind of all the places that were destroyed presumably we'll see them even if it's just in cutscenes, we'll see them kind of in their full splendor um and and i'm hoping that you can actually maybe Maybe there's a fight that goes down in Castletown and that kind of leads to the destruction as we know it of Castletown. I, I think that could be like really cool. Yeah, I would love to see everything kind of whole before the, you know, before the apocalypse, basically. Because um, the world itself is pretty cool because it's so post-apocalyptic. And I was hoping in Breath of the Wild 2 it would show everybody rebuilding it. But it would be cool to see its like humble beginnings. Um, I think, if I remember correctly... Uh, Locke was discovering that the old Hyrule Castle was on the Great Plateau. I wonder if they'll have like any kind of buildings there that'll show that, that'll confirm that, which would be really cool and would explain why the Temple of Time is there. Um, so like a bunch of old stuff that's in Hyrule that we kind of ooh like Lon Lon Ranch too, the ruins of Lon Lon Ranch. I would like to oh see, yeah yeah. I would like to see all that stuff whole again before it gets destroyed because it would confirm, like, a bunch of stuff that people have guessed about it already. Oh, can you imagine Breath of the Wild Malin? Oh. I would I would <laughs> lose it for that. That would be so awesome. That's so cute. I just, yay. <laughs> okay, so you said something earlier that was really spicy that I want to talk about here. You said that, uh, you know, we can learn a little bit about the Demon King, who was briefly alluded to in Breath of the Wild, they mentioned him from 10,000 years prior and how he morphed into Calamity Ganon at some point. Now, this kind of makes me think that, you know, it's no accident that we're getting a prequel to Breath of the Wild in between this and the sequel. To right. me, it doesn't make sense to release it unless we're also gearing up for something, some kind of reveal, some kind of hype machine for Breath of the Wild 2. Now, in my mind, Al... I'm thinking that the Demon King is uh, the old skeleton that Link and Zelda find in Breath of the Wild 2's trailer. 100%, and yeah. I'm wondering if, like, you know, like you said, if we if we explore into who the Demon King actually was, you know, obviously we, we know a little bit about him from the Legends of Old, but, you know, I, I think that this would be a really good opportunity to explore who he was, explore what his deal was, explore how he turned into Calamity Ganon, and kind of set him up as the villain, presumably, of Breath of the Wild 2. So, like, you know, you're releasing this game, but you're also marketing for Breath of the Wild 2 at the same time, which I think would be, like, very, very clever. I, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of picturing, like, a Marvel thing in my head where 
we get through this game. Maybe they talk about him a little bit throughout the game, but then at the end, you know, Zelda is she seals herself up with Calamity Ganon, and then maybe we like dive under the castle while the credits are going, and then we see his like the skeleton body down there. I don't know if he's really underneath the castle, but that's everybody's theory is that he's underneath the castle. Um, but I, yeah, I'm kind of getting Marvel vibes from it that we'll see it like post credits or during the credits or something, and it'll be like this dun dun moment where. It's like, yeah, this is what's coming. Oh, baby, hook it to my veins. That, that would be so awesome. Or even just like a little tease of um, whatever that green swirly stuff was yeah. from the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. Like if, if we kind of learned a little bit about like what that substance is, is it anything at all? Is it, you know, like just something, a little tangible piece of information about, you know, what we saw in that trailer. Um, I, I think, so my initial idea was like, oh, wouldn't that be so cool if, like, in the game there was, like, a trailer for Breath of the Wild 2? Like, you finish it, and then you get the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. But I actually think that what you said makes way more sense, where, like, it's a Marvel kind of cliffhanger ending, where, like, you finish the game, and then you have that that little teaser, like, like Zelda's Nick Fury walks up and, like, sets <laughs> right. up Breath of the Wild 2. I think that would be, that would be so super, good. super impactful. Yes. Yeah, that would be, oh, man, that would be good. And I, I think that that's actually, like, fairly plausible i think so too i think you're right i think nintendo is that clever and it's also a nintendo fashion it's not just a marvel thing nintendo's always nintendo is the king of but wait we got one more thing to show you you know yeah so i i can totally see that happening yeah absolutely um okay we we've talked a lot about the story and what we think is going to happen. You know, we, we don't have time to get to every theory, everything that we want to talk about, Al. So let's table that for today and right. um, let's move on to the other big question that everybody seems to want to know. Who are the playable characters in this game? Of course, we had like a bajillion characters in Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. There's like every Zelda character under the sun. Um, this one, you know, we, we just know of like the main six. We know that we're going to have Link. Zelda, Miva, Rivali, Daruk, and Urbosa. Do you think that there's room for any more playable characters? Um, I can see I can see Impa, maybe. A younger Impa. Um I You know what, actually let me I'm sorry, let me let me rephrase that and let me let me cut you off and just rephrase that quick. Do you even want any more playable characters? Yeah. I think so. Okay. There's some people who've been saying that as much as this is going to be a prequel game to uh, Breath of the Wild, There's, it's still a Hyrule Warriors game, so there's going to be probably some quirky thing where they can bring in either characters from Breath of the Wild or even from different Zelda games, which I'm not opposed to. Oh. I'm not opposed to as long as we get our main story. Like, if there's, like, oh. if there's like a, additional maps, you know how Hyrule Warrior has additional maps, and then you could play as other Zelda characters in those, that's fine. But as long as the main story campaign is left alone with those characters and Breath of the Wild characters alone, I'm okay with it. Oh, I hate that. I, I don't want... If if Tingle showed up in this game, that would be so awful. Like, that would just be so immersion-breaking to me. <laughs> uh, Not even I, if it yeah, was just extra I, content. If I don't know. Maybe if it was, like, strictly, like, extra, like nothing to do with anything but it's just like there you know what no actually no I, I don't want that i hate that you know we have we have that in hyrule warriors already yeah. if i want to go play as you know uh marin i can fire up hyrule warriors i want to play as 
I mean, I actually, I'm not sure that this game needs more than the six playable characters because I really want them to focus on those characters and developing them and the relationships between them. However, I agree that we're probably going to get more playable characters. So if we do go that way, I, I want people like Young Impa. Yeah. Uh, I think that she would be a really wicked character to play as. I think that Robbie and uh, Pyrrha would be good characters. They could have some like techie kind of movesets. Uh, I think that King Rome is, is probably a pretty good yeah. chance that he's going to show up and be playable. I would think so, too. Um, and I, I have two that I think are plausible here, Al. Tell me what you think. Okay. I think that it's it's likely that we probably play as Cass oh. in this. And he has some like big accordion that he slaps on people or something. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, and I could, I could absolutely 100% see Hestu being a playable character. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I don't know if I want so, yeah. that, but like I, I, I could see it. Oh, I, I could see it clear as day. Him attacking with his little what are they called? Marambas. Maracas. Macaras. Maracas. Maracas. What did I call them? <laughs> Bars. Oh god, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that uh, I think that those would be like, I, I think that that would probably be plausible. Um, I def, I don't want anyone playable that's not in Breath of the Wild though. I don't think. I get that. I it's hard to think of Breath of the Wild characters. Um I wonder if there's going to be some weird way that you could play as new champions. I know it's not set in that 100 years ago timeline, but I wonder if that would be a plausible thing. Maybe they'll have a maybe they'll have a section or a map that is in current day Breath of the Wild and you could play as those characters or something. That'd be kind of cool. Um I could I could be down with that. Yeah, um, the only the only thing I would say about that is I think that uh, it's it's probably likely that we'll play as them or at least get to know them a little bit better in Breath of the Wild too. So yeah. I would be okay if they didn't. Yeah, but that's I, fair. I, I could see that. That's fair. Um, but other than that, it's really hard to think of characters because there isn't a lot that you that are like part of the main story of Breath of the Wild. There's plenty of NPCs, obviously. I mean. We can just ask Mossies for the top 50 NPCs that could be in this game. <laughs> um, right. But at the just... I mean, the thing is, too, is that this takes place 100 years before right. Breath of the Wild. So, like, as much as we want to play as Bolson, like, he's, he's probably not even born oh, yet at this point. Sad. <laughs> can you imagine he just builds a house on top of somebody? <laughs> oh, my God, I love Actually, it. Actually, let me, let me correct that. He just sits there while someone else builds a house. He does his little ooh, ooh, dance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh! I, yeah, I I don't know. I I think that I I think that there is a very small chance that Baby Sidon is playable. I Maybe. think that people would lose their minds about that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like thinking, thinking about all the characters. Like you're right. There's a lot of peripheral characters in Breath of the Wild, but like, I think that really the only ones that really make storyline sense to me are Impa. Pira and Robbie yeah. and the king, I guess. Yeah. Um, which at that point, I'm just like, you know what? I'd, I'd probably just be okay with just the six champions. Yeah, I think so too. I really want a younger Impa though, just because Impa in the Hyrule Warriors, the OG Hyrule Warriors, is so awesome. She's such a cool character to play as. Yeah. So I would, and plus, I would like to see the their form of this Sheikah tribe that we have in this timeline because. It feels a little different than what we've seen in the past, and I just like would like to see it. So that would be kind of cool if we yeah, got to I'm see it. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be complaining about 
uh, playing as Impa, that's for sure. Um, okay, well, one of the things that Hyrule Warriors did with its playable characters was also let you play as the bad guys. Yeah. You got to play as Ganondorf. You got to play as all all the villains from the series. I feel like this will probably not be any different. The question is, who do we play as? And I think that there are some... I think that there are probably some obvious answers here. Um, the first of them being Master Koga. Right. I think that... I think the chances are probably pretty good that we'll play as Koga or, at the very least, whoever was the leader of the Yiga clan a hundred years prior to Breath of the Wild. Uh, I could also totally see playing as a Lionel as well. Oh, interesting. I didn't think of that. That's interesting. I, I think that would actually be pretty cool. That would be cool. It'd be different. I feel like that's not something that's been done, for sure. Um, I was wondering if the Blights would be playable. Um, oh. but at the same time, it just, it would, I don't know if that would feel weird. No, I could totally see that. So I had this running theory that the Blights were actually going to show up as a character in Smash Bros. And it was going to be like an amalgamation of all of them. And like, you know, your up B could be a thunder attack, down B water or whatever. Um, but I could, I could see that idea actually translating to Hyrule Warriors. That would be really cool. Yeah. And imagine like you're, it's the Blights versus the champions. Like that'd be awesome actually. Right. Because then that would make sense, too, for those missions that, like, in Hyrule Warriors, you play as Ganondorf, and you those are the ones that you win. So maybe these this this game could also have those missions where you play as a Blight and you win, which is sad. But, yeah. but it, it's going to happen, so. Maybe, like, maybe there's some kind of being. So maybe we see Calamity Ganon, and he is, like... He's kind of like a, a blight person thing, and he, he pulls a Voldemort and splits his soul into four, and, like, that's how he creates the, the blights or something. Mm -hmm. that, that could be kind of cool, too, to see maybe, like, a fusion of all of them beforehand, and, like, that's an actual character rather than just kind of like a monster. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know. I really... It's kind of weird to think about playing uh, the villains in this game because it's... I feel like it's going to be so story-based... I almost feel like the Hyrule Warriors portion of it is going to be secondary, so it's just it's a little more difficult for me. But I'm sure, like, come the 26th when we see some gameplay, it'll pick up for me more. Right. Um, okay. Well, you know, the, another thing is, I'm I'm assuming that we're probably going to get an original character or two um, to play as, which which kind of makes me think, like, okay, who would be like who would be a character that would be interesting to play as? You know, we have we have a Zora, we have a Rito, we have a Gerudo, we have a, a Goron. We're gonna have, presumably, we're gonna have some of the Sheikah. You know, we obviously have Link and Zelda. Uh, we might even get Hestu. So like, who's left that would be a really interesting choice that we kind of don't have elements of already? And so I was just like, you know, what we saw in the official artwork is kind of like a BB-8 version of a Guardian. So yeah. I'm thinking, like, what if there is, like, a, a playable character guardian that's kind of like that? That'd be interesting. Um, also sad, because, like, yeah, the guardians are good initially. Like, they're on they're on the side of the champions and the Sheikah. Right. So it'd be, it would be kind of interesting to play a little BBA guardian. Um, but then the sad thing is that he's going to wind up being possessed by Calamity Ganon and turn well, I mean, bad. maybe he's not maybe he is like somehow immune to the effects and he just goes the way with the other champions I, I think that that'd be actually pretty cool now that i say it could it's an idea for sure 
I, I I don't know. A lot of people have been like speculating that that little that little guy is gonna break a lot of hearts. So. Uh, he, he definitely might. That's no question about that. I mean, either way, he's gonna break some hearts. Either he he doesn't make it, or he he pulls an Anakin Skywalker. It's oh one God. of the two, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's so sad. Uh, little, little heartbreaker. So yeah, I don't know. I I would love to hear. That's that's the only one off the top of my head I can think of that that makes sense. But like, I'm I would love to hear anyone else's thoughts about like who else you know what what kind of character original character could be playable. Um, let's uh, let's move on here, Al, and uh, let's talk about Hyrule Warriors itself because we've been talking about geez, we've been talking about this for almost an hour now, and we haven't really talked about Hyrule Warriors like the style of gameplay. Um, and if we're happy that this game is taking place as a Hyrule Warriors game, I guess we touched on it, but, you know, I think that, like I was talking about, I, I wasn't in love with Hyrule Warriors, um, but I, I really, I really do think that this really just fits like a glove, the idea that you're having this large-scale battle in this era of, like, war, so I'm, you know, I, I didn't really like the setting in the first Hyrule Warriors because I feel like it just didn't make sense but I like I feel like now that they've addressed that I'm really actually happy that they have this prequel side story taking place in a different kind of a format um I agree I thought initially it was I I was kind of getting annoyed and I was getting some weird vibes from um some people there's like a short amount of people who are just like not okay with this format and I just I'm just like why who cares like the the biggest takeaway from this is that we're going to get so much out of it that we haven't gotten from breath of the wild and we're going to get to know these characters better we're going to get a better story that's fantastic so like this is just bonus to me this hyrule warriors portion of it where we get to hack and slash and and it does like you said it does make sense you're in a war you're fighting hordes of monsters and obviously hordes of monsters that are so powerful that they're they're gonna win so it does make sense to have this format and i personally really liked hyrule warriors so i'm going to enjoy it <laughs> i um yeah. the move sets that you can unlock and do for the champions i'm excited to see what all those are going to be because that's definitely um you know a token for hyrule warriors and um yeah i'm just eager to see how they how they incorporate it into this format but i think it's going to be done so well you know, I, I will say, I'm, I'm going to defend some of the people a little bit that weren't as excited about this as we are. Like, I, I don't think that playing Hyrule Warriors is actually very fun. Like, it's, it's fun for a little bit, but after that, it's just, like, very repetitive. And that's a Dynasty Warriors thing, you know? it's um, You feel like a badass while you're playing it, but to me, it's, like, it's very much the same thing. You're, you're sweeping hordes of enemies, and it's like, okay, this is nice. So I can understand why some people are disappointed that this is a Hyrule Warriors game. However, I like I'm looking at it as like a complete means to an end. Like, you know, it's it's not my favorite game gameplay, but it's also not my least favorite gameplay. I'll get all this new story, presumably, and we'll get to play some other characters that, you know, we want to see more of. So that that definitely kind of outweighs the you know, the fact that it's not a traditional Zelda game. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I think that this kind of setting doesn't really fit the traditional Zelda mold. So I, I'm okay with that. I do understand why some people are grumbling a little bit. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like, come on, just suck it up. Like, we're going to get more story here, and that's really what everybody and their mother was after from Breath of the Wild. So 
I just say yeah don't knock it until you try it you know yeah like if it if the gameplay is gonna be awful maybe the story will make up for it but like until then let's just be excited about something you know (laughs) uh you know what one thing i will say actually that i was very very excited for when i saw the trailer is that this has the same graphics as breath of the wild which which is a really big deal to me i think because one of the things that i didn't like about Hyrule Warriors, and I can hear people complaining about this already, but, like, I didn't really like how a lot of the characters looked, with some exceptions, like Impa and, uh, Impa. Um, <laughs> but, like, it was, they were too, um, I don't, I don't even know the word I'm looking for. Too, like, hyper-realistic, almost, in a lot of ways. And, and that's kind of a strange thing to say when you have characters like Toon Link and, you know, those kind of characters, but, like, uh, I don't know. So the art style just—it didn't click with me. Um, it just didn't. It wasn't a, a favorite of mine. I think that Zelda looked too busy. She had too much like stuff. I think that Link had too much stuff. It kind of reminded me of like when you see Batman in the Injustice fighting games, and he has like a thousand lines on his suit. There's compartments on compartments, and like there's all this stuff, and it's like I just want the classic Batman suit. And that's kind of how my I felt about Hyrule Warriors. Where like. I feel like a lot of the characters just looked too busy. I don't know. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. This game, like, I think it looks really clean, crisp. Breath of the Wild is my favorite Zelda aesthetic. And by having the exact same, you know, graphical style, you are just further cementing that, like, hey, this is a canon game taking place before Breath of the Wild, and it's going to lead directly into Breath of the Wild. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I personally didn't have a problem with Hyrule Warriors, um, with their graphics, how the characters looked. I thought they were fun, and again, it was them having their own interpretation of the Zelda games, so I thought that was fine. But since this is, in in my mind, and in many minds, a canon game, and because it's for Breath of the Wild, I really appreciate that it's in the Breath of the Wild art style, because it's only just going to feel more like, like these three games are going to be a trilogy, just because it's in a different format doesn't mean it's not going to be a part of a series. And it's just solidifying, like you said, it's solidifying the fact that it's going to be a part of this. Um, so, like, uh, ooh, what's, I can't think of the word, but, like, it's just going to, it's going to be a part of the story more solidly with that art style. If they had used Hyrule Warriors art style, I, I don't know, it, again, it would have felt like they were just adding another DLC to Hyrule Warriors, and I don't know about that. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, actually. Um, yeah, I, I think that it was very important that they had the same style. Um, you know, there's there were some... They even had, like, a Wicked remix of the Breath of the Wild theme yeah. in the trailer for this, so that was really awesome. Um, one thing that... I don't know who suggested this, but I thought that it was kind of interesting. Do you think, Allison, yeah. that the Hyrule Warriors branding holds this back a little bit? Um, can you elaborate on that, what you mean? So, basically, like, like, so fans of Breath of the Wild look at this game, and they're just like, oh, this is a prequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, but it's not, it's not The Legend of Zelda Age of Calamity, it's Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Like, do you think that, do you think that that kind of hurts it a little bit? Um, I think that, I think that that reason right there really fuels the people that are just like, well, this isn't a canon game because it's not a quote-unquote official Legend of Zelda game. So I'm, I'm just wondering if that kind of 
hurts it a little bit. You know, I, I don't think that it'll hurt it in terms of reception, but like, you know, for, for somebody walking in Walmart and they're just like, Oh, Hyrule Warriors age of calamity. And they don't know anything about Zelda. They're just like, that looks neat. But you know, they can see Zelda breath of the wild. And they're like, Oh, I've heard of Zelda before. So I just, I wonder if that hurts it a little bit, you know, because the Nintendo was obviously positioned this game as their big fall, you know, Black Friday release title for 2020. Um, yeah, so I get what you're saying now. And absolutely, I think it does. Just like I said before, it, the, you know, um, at initially, I thought it was going to be a DLC because they had, boom, Hyrule Warriors in front of it. But, and then also there's some people who just don't care for Hyrule Warriors, so they just feel like this is just going to be another Hyrule Warriors game, and it's not going to be worth it, it doesn't have enough content to be worth it, and all that kind of stuff. So I understand why it would hurt it, and I I do think it does. But, like I said, just because it's a different format doesn't mean it's not going to be a a series in the end. It's going to be a prequel, a story, and then it's sequel. It's going to be a trilogy story, and... So maybe you're right. Maybe the reception of it will be better than, you know, initially what everybody thinks about it now because it's got that Hyrule Warriors brand on it. It's funny, too, because, like, I feel like you were kind of in a tough position either way because if you call it The Legend of Zelda Age of Calamity and it's this war Hyrule Warriors game, you're going to get Zelda fans that are just like, what the heck is this? This is Hyrule Warriors, and I don't like that. Right. But, you know, calling it Hyrule Warriors... Age of Calamity, you're doing get you're not gonna get the casuals that are just like, Oh yeah, this is Zelda. I like that. I mean maybe we're overthinking it. Like uh, you know, Breath of the Wild is far and away the best selling Zelda of all time, so there's enough people that obviously know, you know, when they see the box art, like, Oh hey, that's Link, that's Zelda, that's Mifa, etc. etc. Um I'm not concerned about it not selling well. I'm just wondering if maybe I don't know, maybe the connotations of Hyrule Warriors you know, obviously that name isn't as strong as the Legend of Zelda. Right. So, you know, I, I guess I guess we'll see. It was just kind of a food for thought question that I I really liked. I really so, hope yeah. I really hope that that it does so well, just like almost on par with Breath of the Wild, because, I like I said, I want this to be like a huge series now, not just the Legend of Zelda, but the Breath of the Wild series. Well, it definitely has the potential to be. This is going to be the first trilogy in the Zelda series. Um, I mean, even Breath of the Wild 2 is kind of an outlier because, like, it, it is a direct sequel, and we don't really... Like, we kind of have those, but not really. Like, this is a direct sequel featuring the same Link, the same Zelda, the same setting. Um, you know, we have a direct sequel in A Link Between Worlds, but it's totally different. We have a direct sequel in Majora's Mask, but that's in, like, a different... God, that's in a different Hyrule entirely, so already this is kind of an outlier so yeah very very excited to see like what you know what we get um i'm no hyrule warriors gameplay expert al so i'll i'll leave the floor open to you here did you see anything combat wise in the trailer that stuck out to you i i was catching that they obviously implement a lot of the ruins that you use in in breath of the wild and it looked like they were using them to good effect Mm -hmm. but uh what did you see that that stuck out i was mostly just seeing the um like the combat moves and so i feel like they're gonna mix breath of the wild with hyrule warriors like urbosa is definitely using flurry rush um so i can see that being one of her combos um there's some a rivali does this attack where he's up in the air and he's shooting his bow that's an attack that zelda does in hyrule warriors with her light bow so i can see them kind of mixing and probably recycling some of the stuff that they have in the original hyrule warriors 
Um, but as far like as far as um, like the setting goes, I can see them being in Castletown. I can see like they obviously have shown being in Zora's Domain in uh, Gerudo Town and all that kind of stuff. So I'm excited to kind of see what they do with the settings to make them the uh, like what they're going to make the camps and the outposts and the um, all that kind of stuff. I just don't know how much of Hyrule Warriors is going to be in this game. It's kind of interesting. I wonder if it's just going to be an even mesh or if we're going to see a lot of recycled Hyrule Warriors stuff. Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I was looking at, like, some of Mifa's attacks in particular looked pretty cool. She had, like, the the water spire and, like, and that kind of that kind of stuck out to me as looking pretty cool. You mentioned the the flurry rush. I wonder, like, I wonder how they're going to implement that. If it's going to be something for everyone, or if that's just like a special move, um, that'd be that'd be kind of cool to to see. I mean, I guess you know we're going to learn way more about how the game and the gameplay works on the twenty sixth. Right. Uh, for anybody that did not know, there's a, a showcase going on at Tokyo Game Show. Uh, Koi Temko is showing off. Uh, Age of Calamity for about an hour actually so you know we'll probably learn the answers to a lot of things like playable characters gameplay stuff like that during that presentation um, you know Al we were we were chatting before we got on air about a month ago there was this big story about how the champions uh, voice actors had said that they had finished their dialogue for Breath of the Wild 2 that made the rounds across the internet it was quickly retracted and then they were like, you know what, we haven't finished Breath of the Wild 2. I wonder if what they really meant was we finished work on the next Zelda game, and they meant that to be uh, this game, Age of Calamity. Yeah, I don't know. I I really, it's kind of hard to remember exactly what was said, but it was definitely retracted as like a mistranslation. But makes you it does uh, yeah, make you wonder. Yeah, it was in Spanish, right? Yeah, it does make you wonder yeah. if they were talking about something like this, and because of the confusion, the mistranslation, the incorrect quotes, and all that kind of stuff, that maybe they were working on something, and then and that this was it. So who knows? You never know. I I think that that could be that could be a definite possibility because, you know, it was very quickly. Retracted, and after I'm done, uh, after we're done recording, I want to go and take a look at the exact quote because if they said the next Zelda game, it just makes you wonder. I mean, I'm assuming that there's going to be voice acting in this game. I'm assuming that we're going to see the people return to their characters. I hope that we do. I do too. Um, so yeah, yeah. There isn't a lot of voice acting in Hyrule Warriors. There is a narrator, um, but we definitely hear a new line from Patricia Somerset. So I feel I have a good feeling that we're going to get the voice actors back. Yep, uh, and we won't have to wait long to see more of Age of Calamity, and we won't have to wait long to play Age of Calamity, for that matter. This is out November the 20th, so barely two months away. Uh, I I am hyped. I, I did not think I'd be this excited about a Hyrule Warriors game, but here I am. Um, Allison, we got so much left to talk about for this game, but I feel like for today we should probably wrap it up. Any final thoughts that you want to get out there about Age of Calamity before we get out of here? I don't have any at this moment, but I'm glad we're going to be talking about it again next week and for weeks to come because I'm sure there will be more things that I'll think of. Absolutely. And we we promise that Champions Ballad Retrospective is coming. I think that it'll be even more critical going into Age of Calamity. And, uh, you know, I'm, I am really 
just fascinated to see how this game kind of retroactively will change the Champions Ballad, Breath of the Wild, and make that story a little bit more complete. Um, but that is a conversation for another day. We got to get out of here. Uh, we This is the, the earliest that we could get together to record this episode, so we hope that you guys enjoyed this early episode. We're going to be back to our regular schedule after this. Um, make sure that you go over to Facebook and ask a Age of Calamity question for us, and we'll get it answered on the show next week. Uh, and we have the Age of Calamity Discord channel over in Zelda Dungeons, Zelda Dungeons Discord, easy for me to say. And uh, that place is going crazy. Tons of people speculating, tons of people talking. Uh, go, and, go and join in on the fun. Check it out and uh, have, have, your, have your theory heard, by God. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We're going to get on out of here. Check us out over on Twitter. I am over at Spateri316 and Al is at Allison Aletha. Uh, of course, we want you to check us out over on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Like and subscribe and tell a Zelda fan in your life. That's it. That's all. We're going to be back next week for some Age of Calamity Q&A. And eventually, we will get you that Champions Ballad episode. Until then, guys, take care. Protect!